there, Quinn. I'm just a curious little rhino. Chicago. Welcome to the Andrew Scutt Show. My guest today on this quarantine cast adventure is Mary-Kate Lee, and we discuss being vegan for six months, our experience being vegan for six months, the future of food and artificial meat, we talk about crazy inventors, and the future of the planet. So, obviously, all things we know a lot about. Uh, So, I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Oh shit, wait. Hold on a second. Is this. Is it right? Is it right? It is right. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're still alive. Oh, really? Right now? Really? I'm sorry, I'm texting my newborn sister. Me, 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 me. Sorry. Unreal. Um. We were talking. This is Quarantine Cast Volume 2. This is. I'm surprised we've only done two of these so far, honestly. Or that this is only the second one we've done. We've been doing other things. We have been doing other things. It's true. I would like to do these more often, though. Yeah. I think we should. I was actually thinking that it. <laughs> so. I was thinking that we could do informational talks your podcast okay but the background to that is that um god i want to say megan must have been i think she was in college and she was home Mm -hmm. for a break but her and i were up at the same time for several weeks what do you mean up at the same time in the morning we were up at the same time and for some reason my siblings were not it was mainly her and i um so we started having informational talks where we would look up a topic on something we were interested in or just something random and learn a little bit about it and then talk about it Mm. and teach each other something not like necessarily going into the depths of the nitty gritty details but i think for something like that you have to go into the nitty nitty gritty details in some regard though because if the thing you look up has some kind of political thing to it or like is portrayed a certain way you know what i mean like unless it's just strictly factual but it's easy to you know look up uh, a blog or watch some videos on youtube that are slanted a certain way you know what i mean Mm um i feel like you have to kind of dive into it a little bit i mean we would to a, a certain extent but we wouldn't dissect it like we did with um savoring during our last podcast right okay, okay. i remember talking to her about how um whales were getting beached in some region of the world for a specific reason really or some whales beach by choice it's part of their Cycle. I'm not sure. It was something. Like, it was. This was years ago. But it was, fuck it, this water. I don't need this water. It was something like that. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna walk on land and breathe air. The frogs did it. They did. Ariel did it. 
Whoa, these headphones just started working again. Oh, they weren't before? No. I'm glad they are now. I don't know what happened. I'm trying to be more attentive. That was magical. I'm you just came into my right ear. That's what she, that's what she said, right? Sure yeah. did. <laughs> you just came into my right ear. <laughs> that's a show. Gooey. Um. <laughs> I've okay, been trying to... Um, are they still working? Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, oh, boy. We've got to take care of that. I need it's, to fix the audio. Yeah. Because I need to... you can hear my phone being placed gently on the I know. table. I need to have an uh, audio technician come in and figure this shit out. I just Maybe. Really... I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think that's extra. I think you could just do it yourself. Yeah, um, I need to I need to figure it out. I just noticed that you lit the candle. Yeah. It's right there. Lit. Very romantic. It's lit. It's lit, dude. It's not romantic. It's lit. I just what? realized that there was something I wanted to do before I sat down and I didn't do it. Oh. It's okay. Do it. Emails will have to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have been dating for a long time. Three years. Well, I guess it's all relative. But it is all very relative. It's our anniversary today, guys. <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Or oh, you're just fucking in my <laughs> ear. Oh my god. Can you do Toad? No, I can't do that. I don't know Toad. I'm the best. No, I don't know that. Except it's way not that. Can't do Toad. I have a very select repertoire. I know you do. You got Cartman down. You got Yoshi. <laughs> South Park characters. Um... Shit, what were we talking about for that? We've been together for a, a relatively long time in our short lives. Yeah. I was writing before I sat down here. About that, I always take this time and I get super weird and nostalgic and reflect on our relationship. Anniversary or what? What? During our, like on our anniversary okay. around mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. There's been. A lot that's happened in the three years we've been together. Just of the nature of when we started dating. We're vegan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we were vegan. Now we're not. That, that took a no, toll. No, that no, that no, took a toll. No, we're definitely not. Oh, fuck. You know, it sucks because I think we could have done it right. I don't think we were that far off. Honestly. I do completely. My last semester of school, I was living off of fucking um, lentils and like squash. It was not good at all. I didn't have the time to cook like we were cooking over the summer. Mm. Okay. I did. <laughs> I know you did. But you had popcorn. <laughs> I had a lot of popcorn. Yeah, that's true. Fake vegan. Not fake vegan, but. Nutri- no, you nutritionally were, fake vegan. Yeah, you were a real vegan. I still find that whole thing to be so, like, just diet in general. Like, what we were talking about earlier. Even, like, the the sustainable and environmental mm-hmm. side of your choices. Because it does make a, so let me, a large let me, impact. So, let me frame this. So, yeah, we went vegan for the 
environmental for an environmental purpose like people go vegan for different ways the way i see it like there's some people that go vegan and their instagram page is nothing but faces of sad cows like you know someone like that right i do i know i know a few people like that i know know a girl like that who started dating this dude who i knew to not who i never would have guessed would have ended up in, in that in that way but but did it's very funny but so uh, was he vegan as well i don't know if he's vegan i th- i think he is he's like a big football dude um he's he was sneaking burgers on the side man <laughs> like there's no way he was a big guy we, we were we were decently good friends back in the day um anyway uh people go vegan for different reasons i would say or uh, have different primary reasons, let's say, for what? going vegan. Have different main motivations. What was your primary reason at the time? Environment. And not supporting the factory farm system. And, um... Do you think about your health at all? I was more... Like, reflecting on it, It's it feels like I was more focused on the overall environmental impact and not as much my personal health. That's so interesting. Although... I, I did, like, my health was something I considered. Like, I was running a lot, and... You never not considered your health. Right, right. But I didn't just eat fucking Doritos and shit. Like, I... Yeah, Oreos no, I, 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 the... I kept it to a lot of, a lot of real food. Mm-hmm. We were making a lot of hummus. We were making a lot of nut butter. We were doing... Granola granola a lot all smoothie bowls yeah. with frozen fruit mm-hmm. oh that was delicious but uh no i feel like during that time especially i think we did it relatively well i think when so to give you my perspective on this um we watched a documentary with the health mm-hmm. right and then from there did some digging of our own and just decided to do it mm-hmm. so from my perspective, and I still, like, when I think about this, I get all, like, weird because I was... <laughs> refer to it as the dark ages. I refer to it as the dark ages, but during the time that we were contemplating being vegan, I was also learning about research and taking those methodology courses in my degree, my undergrad. So I was being trained to, like, think critically like first principles thinking like ask those questions like being able to defend your argument like those those principles doing doing research mm-hmm. and i did not apply those principles to the documentary oh no um i remember watching it and just being so fucking encapsulated by the whole thing that i was like this is so nuts like we have to do this like this is our like moral responsibility but as far as the environment goes but at the same time i was also thinking this is better for my health like they got me on that hook too which is fucking terrifying so i i agree they got they got me on the hook too i definitely believed it was good for my health and you know the ladies that were getting off their medications and curing of cancer and reflecting back on it now i would say that's probably more of a 
reflection of not necessarily a vegan diet, but more of a whole foods diet, more of a, a, a real foods diet versus getting off the Diet Coke and getting off the bullshit. Right. With that being said, um, to go back to the synopsis I, I wanted to give of the entire situation, um, we went vegan from from what for the purpose of from my perspective what was uh environmental reasons fundamentally Mm -hmm. like i said everyone has a different reason for doing so and and personal health might be might be one of those reasons among like uh people uh that are against animal cruelty aren't too fond of the food chain um and so my primary reason for my perspective was the environmental reason of not supporting factory farms and things like that mm. um so we were vegan and i don't know about you but it, it was about six months um almost mm. exactly mm-hmm. i think yeah mid may to mid december was it may i thought it was june oh maybe it was june i think it was june, june to december okay june to december um yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. Uh, the first three months, I felt really good. Oh, yeah. I was still really strong from being in the gym all the time throughout college. Uh, and so I still felt good in that regard. But as... So, like, the first three months were good. And then the last three months, I felt like I had no energy. Um, I felt like... It just completely cloudy and bogged down. Um, and there were other like personal circumstances that went into that as well Absolutely. for sure, but um, yeah, it's not like the vegan diet existed in a vacuum and all things being equal, that was not the case at all. But for the most part, the last three months were pretty brutal, and then we were like, we gotta, we gotta stop this. Yeah. And so now, because I want to wrap this back to the discussion we were having earlier. Yeah. Now, uh, like I, those environmental causes are still important to me. Oh, My health yeah. is still important to me. Yeah. And that's why we eat the way we do now, which is pretty much just vegetables, a lot of meat that's all grass-fed, organic. Um, again, not don't not wanting to support the factory farm industry and that and all that stuff too. Um, we get we go to the regional market every Saturday and get a lot of vegetables from, you know, local farmers like the uh, our our beet and carrot lady. I don't know exactly where she's from. I think somewhere out towards the Catskills, she said. But Oh, really? Yeah. She oh, travels a ways shit. to get there. She travels a ways to get there. I didn't know that. But, you know, it's their farm. She, she was telling us that her kids, uh, she she was expressing some sadness to me. I don't know if you were standing right there or not about her her kids not taking over the farm. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of sad to me. But um, I don't blame the kids either. But anyway, uh, trying to support more local operations like that. And so... Even finger legs, farms, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where we get our meat from. And, and they're the more the distributors. Like, they collect meat from different farms in the area. Right, but it's still supporting those local farms, the farms in, in central area. New York. Agreed. Which I'm all for. Agreed. Um, that don't have the distribution means to sell their own stuff at right. the local market. Yeah, yeah. Right. 100%. Um, and the point being that it's, you know, sustainably raised and everything like that so those environmental causes and and and, uh motivations not wanting to support factory farming and and that whole fucking mess is which i don't even remember any of the 
Like to be honest with you, I don't remember the specific methane like, and CO two being in the air. That's just uh, dissolving the ozone layer. And I, then from what I remember, that was more up for debate. That was more what the the methane from cows. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, and CO two. That's the the methane part from the cows was was the I I don't think was conclusive. I don't know about that. I don't remember. Anyway, but also feces those, and whatnot being in the water. Yeah, supply. polluting water systems mm-hmm. and it, yeah, and just destroying the land and pesticide. Yeah. Yeah, the the list goes on and on and on mm-hmm. and on, and um, so n- not wanting to support things like that, which is why we eat the way we eat now, farmers markets, local, that kind of thing, um, and even misfits. We we were talking earlier about how you know what does local mean like does local mean uh local to our town camillus new york does it mean syracuse our like general metropolitan area or does it mean the state does it mean that the country does it mean the globe like at the end of the day we are all uh a part of the human race like we are all tied together in that regard and we we share this one big uh (laughs) biological asset that is the earth that um we none of us could live without Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like uh hearing weinstein talk about the twin nuclei problem like the fact that we now have enough power to blow ourselves up but it's not in anybody's best interest for that to happen so it's kind of like this weird uh safeguard kind of thing yeah everyone could but nobody wants that to happen of course so in the same way um you know we nobody wants (laughs) anything to to go bad with the earth so um we we all share that so it's kind of all local in a sense like the the degree to which you zoom that scope in or out is so subjective it's so subjective and depending on how you view it like so i guess to really bring up we were talking about earlier being that we support these local farms and eat this certain way um again a lot of like grass-fed uh, red meat and uh, vegetables from local farms and whatnot. Is that sustainable for all of humanity? Is it scalable? And the answer, I think, is no. I really, I, I'm pretty sure is no. Like the amount of land needed, like amount no, of I'm land looking. needed, or, or per square footage, uh, a square foot per pound of meat. Let's say is for that's uh raised in that capacity mm-hmm. is we don't have enough land to, right. to feed everybody right. with at that rate it's a population problem so i think well that's a whole other thing but um so therefore is it really sustainable for us to eat that way is it really in the best interest of the future the future of humanity planet, yeah for us to eat that way and i don't know that the answer is yes i think the answer is more yes to that than it is to support factory farming for sure which in that regard is it's it's a we made an improvement there um but is the i guess the ultimate question is what is the most sustainable food system for humanity as a whole like so earlier we were talking about because because that's what i want to support like honestly you know what i mean 
also taking your health into consideration. Right. So my definition of the best food system does take health into consideration. It's not just an economic best thing because that's how you get factory farming. So what is the best thing? Because that's what I want to support. That's what I want to, you know, vote with my dollars on. And we were talking earlier about how it might be, uh, you know, there's like Beyond Beef and stuff in Burger King and fucking Dunkin' Donuts and then in these these places that are like troughs for humans, <coughs> which is, like I mentioned, very ironic because you feed the pigs in the trough so that they can get cut up and be put in a trough for humans to eat out of. And those troughs are called Dunkin' Donuts and fucking Burger King. But anyway, um, beyond me. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of research as we mentioned earlier that, or had in our, said in our discussion earlier that does not, that supports that it's not the most healthy thing for us, oh, right? Yeah. It's garbage. Um, so, but there's also, uh, you know, projects like, and I don't know the name of them, but projects that are taking like literal cells of, say, the meat we're getting from Finger Lakes Farms that's, you know, grass-fed on a local farm, like sustainably raised, no pesticides and bullshit, free-range, whatever. Um, say that's, those cells are taking from taken from that meat of that cow that's raised in that way and then grown or or cloned or or created somehow in a lab to get artificial meat they're doing that that's now. artificial meat but it's real meat i know they're doing that now but what's the what's the health implication on that is that uh is it is it good is is that a good thing and if it is like is it available to the consumers so that i can support that project and, and vote on them with my dollars because that's that's the future like the local farm that we're supporting now isn't the future okay, I can i think. jump in here yeah no i just wanted to i i think i just got to the end i wanted to set the entire okay. stage of how that discussion went before we went off in a million different directions okay go so, ahead now <laughs> so i have a lot of different thoughts um to address the one you just made about supporting the lab created meat that's technically artificial, but also just, I guess, lab manufactured. You could draw a parallel to GMOs. I mean, they're gen- genetically modified. They're modified, in, like, I'm assuming they're doing it in a lab. Um, but I also know that there's natural, like, seed hybrids that you can make. Um, I don't know enough about that, and I probably sound like an idiot trying to, to explain it, but there's that parallel that you could draw. I don't either. I don't think all GMOs are bad, though. And I don't. I think everything's GMA, GMA. genetically modified. Genetically modified in some fashion, just by way of like natural modification over time of refined. Like sure, um, but that's beyond the point. So, just I'm making a point that you could draw that parallel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is any to be drawn, but that's what I thought of. Yeah, and I've thought a lot about morally balancing I thought about this a lot when we were vegan and when I decided to start eating meat again um there's a fine line I think between balancing your health and being selfish in that way and supporting the greater good of humanity and the planet and a part of me one narrative that 
I've told myself, I don't know if I agree with it now, um, but when I decided to eat meat again, particularly red meat, I was feeling so bad being vegan, lost hair, lost my muscle, was going insane, because my mental health was not getting, or my brain wasn't getting the nutrients that it needed to, to be a normal brain, um, I decided to sacrifice the health of the planet and the future of humanity for my individual health and eat meat again. That's how I was looking at it. And I, I think about that a lot, even with how we eat now, because Finger Lakes Farms, we, we get beef. And I understand that there's worse implications for supporting that process versus white meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I've justified it in a variety of ways, one of which being my health. But I always go back and forth between, like, what's morally right. Like, do I not eat the way I want to to optimize my health? And that also can mean a variety of things. For us, that's way different than any one of our family members, per se. Mm -hmm. Just because we have a... I think we put a lot of stock into our overall well-being and our physical health, and we pay attention to what we put in our body. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, do I fuck everyone else and say, like, well, you know what? We can afford to eat this way. We're going to eat this way. And the planet's going to blow up anyway because, like, our contribution is not going to make a difference. So fuck them. Or take your approach of it's compassion, in my opinion, of understanding that we're all in this together and that if we all work together to sustain the planet and choosing what we eat and a variety of other things, too, but... If we all join arms, I'm like, okay, we're going to save Mother Earth. But that's not mm-hmm. that's not how it is. That's not our reality. So when I refer to the future of our food system, that's taking into account human health as well. That's like I'm, I'm, what I'm describing is, is the, the, the Jesus of, <laughs> of food systems, like the ideal that is – you know, Jesus, uh, maybe that's not the best thing because the ideal man is not uh, possible to reach. But I'm talking about a very real thing that we could achieve, uh, a very real food system, whether it is cellular grown meat or not. I have no fucking clue. Probably not, right? But um, that's also optimized for human health. So, okay, there's a... I don't know the movie The Matrix too well, but in the movie, there's some scene at some point where they're eating. Like, this this group of people are eating at, like, a, a table where, you know, you got four people sitting on each side and this kind of thing. And it's it's food. And I think The Matrix is in the future. The Matrix is definitely in the future. The, the food is, it looks like oatmeal or, like, what I would imagine to be porridge or something. Um... It just looks like slop, like cafeteria lady, right on your plate, right? Uh, But it's the most nutrient-dense, health-optimized thing, and that's why you eat it. Like, it's not like you're not eating for pleasure. You're eating because this is good for you. This is fuel. This is not pleasure. This is fuel. That's why I have that green smoothie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. The quote I said to you earlier, I I said I believe it's a Socratic quote, is uh, people strong men eat to live weak men live to eat like and i think 
as time goes on, our society will, will trend that way. I don't know about that. I think about that a lot because I just in my own little bubble, in my own little corner of the world, I've been living and learning in this wellness world, mm-hmm. you could call it, for years. It's just how I choose to live my life. And I surround myself with people who also want to optimize their health, care about what they put in their body. Like That's just the type of information and the people that I choose to be around, which is why I'm doing that better than before. Like, like the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So in a way, I agree with you because when I look at like the people who I follow on Twitter, who I don't know personally, but are just in that world and are researching and living that way and promoting that message of like just move your body eat well like our environment is not suited for us to optimize our well-being so we have to actively and consciously do it ourselves I've been like that's just how I view the world and live my life so I assume and this has happened before in my job that I currently have too I assume that people understand the difference between a carb and a fat and what foods are carbs and what foods are, like like some people in my family don't have that understanding and literally don't know yeah so i think there's also a large group of people social determinants of health aside no matter your class or your race i still think there's a large group of people out there that don't know that there is another way to live yeah or don't care so i hear you talk and i hear it sounds like the time frame that you're talking in is like the next 20 years. I'm talking like the next 200 years. We're not going to be around. Humans? You think we're, we're going to be around in 200 years? Humans? The earth is going to die. Not, I don't know that's for sure. And I think you're really bold to say you do. I don't know. Of course I don't know. You just said the world is going to die. That's we are a- not going to be here in 200 years. The world is going I- to die. You seemed very definitive when you just said that. Because that's how I feel. I don't know what to be true. Well, based off of what I you know, you said it as if it is true. Based off of what I know about where we are in climate change and how much <clears throat> we have to do yesterday to reverse the effects and the damage we've already done, we're not heading in a good direction. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason why I don't want to have kids. That's a very serious life decision. Agreed. Um, the, if we go to Mars, if Musk can get us to Mars then sure then we'll have a nice little colony on mars and humans will still be around but i do not think in 200 years we will be living on this planet the i think the the ingenuity we would need to get us to mars would also suffice for saving the earth in some capacity like hopefully our science is only getting better and better and better for sure like in more you smirking at me because you know I've been paying a lot of attention to Eric Weinstein. He thinks we're stalled out in the ter- in terms of physics. And that's not what I, well, so that's not entirely what I was thinking. I want to tell you what I'm thinking. E- even if even if things are stalled out in that regard, as this, as in we're not discovering new fucking gravity 2.0, like we're getting more innovative with what we already have. Like the guy, the fucking kid who's cleaning up the trash mat in the Pacific Ocean. Boyan Slot, and I forget the name of the company. Four Ocean? No, not Four Ocean. This is this is a a company that's has these 
somehow skims trash off the Pacific. Oh yes. Um, garbage mat and is is helping solve that problem. Like we're just getting more innovative with shit like that. And I know that's a lot simpler problem to solve than like saving the climate and saving the earth. But um, it's just we're we're, we're smart. <laughs> like. And sure, as right? needs arise, like inevitably, we come up with solutions to meet those needs. Can so, I, can I tell you why I was smirking though? Go ahead. I agree with you in that there are genius people working on these mm-hmm. incredible solutions, and that our science and our technology is getting better mm-hmm. in some ways, and that we are in the age of information and technology, and we're innovating, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I have faith in those people. Mm-hmm. However, in order to push the needle and to really make a difference as far as climate change goes, you have to have the power mm-hmm. to make those decisions and to create those policies and those laws for people to abide by, for those companies to abide by. The people in power don't give a shit. Think yep. of the CDC. Think of the WHO. Like, yeah. They're willing to misinform the American people because they fucked up. <laughs> I said it. It's true. With the like, mask thing, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. So, it's fucking ridiculous. So I don't have, I have zero, I have a, all the faith in humanity. I have zero faith in whatever the fuck those entities are. All right. Well, you really want me to go in on this? In the same way that our food system is going to be some kind of, like, is going to be financially incentivized to be healthful and sustainable and then palatable is going to be the backup it's simply because that provides the most value to humanity like that is the best thing and it will win and and i agree with you that people in power that don't give a shit about climate change right now and are more focused on you know what it would take to to make these changes and how much money it would cost and holy shit we're going to lose all this money and then let's not do that the next generation can deal with it i get that happens um and it's it the i think the reason is because we have systems in place that incentivize uh that have these monetary incentives like i don't think that the system we have now that's perpetuating these problems in in creating these problems right i don't think is the future i really don't like there's in in my mind uh it it's only a matter of time before something better takes over like and i'm not saying it's going to be uh to replace the food systems we have yeah yeah like there's it's only a matter of time before we figure out a way to first of all engineer better food systems and two incentivize them in a political realm so that it happens like it's but it's only a matter of time it's only a matter of time because like we are a a species that always moves to improve and 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 push further and Mm -hmm. better things and that's the next step like bettering we have we have so many plugins on our WordPress website right now that it's doing a lot of impressive things, but what it really needs is a, 
a core WordPress update that can run all those plugins way more efficiently, allow for newer plugins from smart third-party developer people to to use and incentivize to, to be able to fund projects like those, like Boyan Slot cleaning up the Pacific Garbage Patch. Like, we're inevitably going to... Those are the most valued things, right? Boyan Slot and solving these problems are the most valued things. They create the most value. People are inevitably going to want to support those things. And as institutions and the system sees these things getting all the support, they're going to say, holy shit, how do we do this too? How do, how do we facilitate this so we can get a piece of this pie? Well, you need to somehow facilitate and encourage those kinds of things. So now you have the geniuses being able to work in the political economic realm to, to be able to push their projects forward and to get incentivized. So I just think inevitably that's going to happen. And it's, it might not be in 20 years, but it's going right. to be soon. And, and, and beyond that, beyond that, you, do you, you think also would be in our lifetime. I don't, I don't think it's a hard line either. I, beyond that, you also have like Elon Musk paving the way with, tesla and spacex and all these things like it's not that it can't happen in a private world either it's not like you need the government to be be involved right or you know institutions in some regard right the system the fucking system man like when you pave the way the system will follow like we are, we are paving the way a lot. It's like, um, I imagine. <clears throat> do you ever learn about trailblazers in in school? People like trailblazing the the Midwest when we first settled the colonies and like oh, after the revolution and everything nice. when we pushed in and yeah, displaced all the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Great. So like first, <clears throat> the pioneers, the explorers go in and they deal with the Native Americans and the new species and all the, the fucking earthquakes and they're like, fucking earth is shaking. Like, what the fuck, man? So and then after they figure it out, after they experience all the traumatic new shit and eventually, you know, find the Pacific Ocean on the other side, then people come in behind them and pave the way so that, to make it accessible for everyone. But first, you need the Elon Musks and the Boyan Slots of the world to take those leaps and be the crazy people that turn out to, you know, just be the, the pavers for the not-so-crazy thing that's yeah. going to gonna be in the future. I'm totally with you, and those people are, are exist widely. Um, I think they can... I think Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and, and all these people... I don't know. Bezos? Pe- I've heard Bezos. I've heard Bezos. I've heard, I've heard multiple things. I don't know what I it is. Um... I think people are incre- incredibly good at solving problems. And I think it's a matter of time before we... Okay, so right now, the entire climate change thing seems to be uh, pretty catastrophic, right? Like, yeah. like things are going to get bad. Think, but yeah. we don't... We don't 
have we nailed down exactly what needs to be done to fix it? I'm, like, is it? I'm quite sure we have. I don't know what the solution is, but I'm quite sure scientists have been working on this for so long that they know the problem and how to prevent like, it. Like, if we could just get the CO2 out of this layer of the atmosphere, everything would balance itself out. Like, that kind of granular, like, it's... I think so. Like, do we have a... a is there a, a simple way to define the problem and how it can be solved? I believe... I don't know the answer definitively, but I believe that scientists have been working on this for so long, each researching and furthering their specific component of what makes the earth go round literally that at this point al gore and colleagues could go to trump and say this is our current state this is the rate at which we are trending towards this worst worst state we need to do this this and this now we're talking about two different things i think per usual so you're talking about changing industry and changing uh the political economic landscape for things like factory farming so that they're not contributing to this problem because you're talking about uh implementing um reactionary precautionary measures for this thing from happening i'm talking about some like oh shit this bad thing like this just this bad thing just happened and now there's a new set of defined circumstances that are very specific like a trash mat in the ocean that somebody would be able to to figure out like somebody will figure that out we're talking about the same thing i'm just bringing it a step farther and giving a tangible example of bringing it to the government Uh, no no no, hold on uh, hold on i'm talking about fixing the patch that exists not preventing the garbage from getting out there in the first place i'm telling you i believe scientists have that answer i don't know i don't know if the patch can be fixed i don't know if that's possible but i think they have the next best thing Hmm. what i just described is not them preventing well you talk about al gore going to trump and like that you're talking you're referring to policy and like changes that are not necessarily i mean yeah because that's how our society is structured right now but someone could also say hey we could are you talking about having someone bring about a solution that's completely innovative like the bath mat yes the bath mat i don't i think there are oh i don't know about like the the novelty of a brand new innovative solution but we as a people or at least the scientists understand what needs to be done within our confined realm of our society and the way it's structured as far as government economy um consumerism how it all is intertwined i feel like if i mean who the fuck knows because no one tells the american people anything and no one's transparent but there could be that solution already. I don't know. What I'm more concerned about, and I won't, God, I will fucking never forget Megan and I talking about having kids and um, how that relates to our food security as a nation, globally, too. 
she had already had Arthur. Um, I don't think they were talking about having another kid at that point, but she said that her and Eric have seriously thought about only having one kid or maybe two, sorry, maybe two max in case shit hits the fan and we are now fighting for food because it's so scarce. Mm -hmm. So being able to afford to feed their family as they wish. Um, that's one of the one of the other reasons that is tied into climate change that I don't want to bring about more responsibility in this world than I have to. A dog's enough. There's a lot of responsibility out there that already needs to be taken care of, that's for sure. I'm just more... I mean, you're thinking, like, <clears throat> grandioso, like, which I admire and respect about you. It makes these conversations interesting, but I... We're not doing what we need to now. Like, there there are answers and there are steps that we could take right now. And the people who have the power are not taking those <laughs> steps, which... Yep. I don't disagree. So... so like there's there's strength in numbers. So if if every American was like, you know what, we all woke up one day enlightened, and this is the most important thing, and we need to to save our planet Earth so we can continue to innovate and leave this place better than we left it. Like that's even fucking possible anymore. And we decided to like overthrow the government, like <laughs> pick it at the White House. Save the earth, save the earth, whatever. Save the earth. I don't, like, unless there's a war that breaks out, and then we win, and then we save the earth, and the scientists are in charge, or Rogan's funky idea of having a king and queen for each, like, I know he was just fucking around, but still, I find that wicked funny. Um, I don't, I really don't see, I have a very dismal outlook on this, I guess, because I don't see things changing soon i have at times but i to shove your own words in your face I have more of a growth mindset about it oh for sure sure and yeah. i've grown to have that mindset about it not because like i just think it's uh it's inevitable to throw your own words in your face yeah go ahead man's strength is predicated on how much truth he can handle yeah, no, I agree with that. I just think I have accepted that we're, at this point, we're fucked. Not that I'm mm. not willing to do my part, because I totally am, and I do, actively. And I am a uh, rah-rah, I don't, I don't know, fucking, I ride around the idea, not literally, but I am trying to also encourage people to do the same when I can. I just don't, I don't see us having a place to live. I see things getting really, really shitty <laughs> during our lifetime. Like, not even kidding. Like, I've told you before how I have no idea where Angela got this information. It might be bullshit. Caveat. But Angela said that in 20 years, the climate in the U.S. is going to change so much that Syracuse, New York is going to be the equivalent of Washington, D.C. right now. And people are going to be planning to live up here. I've heard that Florida and New York City are going to be underwater in the next 20 years, too. And yeah, yet, yet that's, New that's York totally City, viable. New York City and Florida, the real estate there is still worth more than ever. I don't think people, I don't think people can accept that reality. 
Or they're just trying to get their last years of Florida in. Maybe. And they'll pay anything but for I, it. I seriously don't think. I mean, if you think about the world ending, mm-hmm. like, you can't. You can't fathom that in your mind. It's too... Dismal? Not even dismal, but it's too... um. Like, it, it hits... I feel like it just hits a part in our brain that it's like we just shut it out. It's like, no, like... The world can't end. That means that humankind is done. I don't think I'm doing that. What do you mean? Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think my optimism stems from not being able to handle the truth. I really don't. I think my optimism stems from, we threw so much shit into rivers and we have third world countries that are currently dumping all their garbage into rivers because they don't have a waste management system that still exists and as a result we've created this ginormous problem in the middle of our pacific ocean but our species is so innovative and so good at solving problems and using tools that we are on track to have the entire thing gone Are you talking about the climate change being the entire thing? Possibly. We can't... Hold on. Hold on. Right now, it, the, the the garbage mat example is just a, a metaphor for a problem that has arisen that we have solved. And I think that... I don't know. Because I'm not like the I'm not Boyan Slot, I'm not Elon Musk, I'm not that smart. There are a lot of fucking smart people out there. And I like I said, know that humans are good at using tools and are good at solving problems. And that the marketplace will pay for them to be solved. I just think we have a hope of inventing our way out of this problem i hope so but to be clear we have done so much damage that there are things that are irreversible so getting rid of climate change i'm not saying it's gonna we're gonna return to our 5000 bc beautiful earth i'm saying we're still gonna be able to use this place that's all i hope so that really fucking freaks me out. Like, if Look, give me one topic to lose sleep over, it's the earth frying up. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it is true. And I also don't think... I, I once held your belief that we're just fucked. And it's a matter of time. It's arguably very lazy. I do think it is. It's like... Yeah. So, take the... Uh, you know, if everyone sweeps their front porch the whole world would be clean right (laughs) so you're saying well other people aren't going to sweep their front porch so it's not going to be clean so like i don't really need to sweep it i'm just going to do it just to you know say i did my part and if you have a bunch if you have an entire civilization of people who are half-assing sweeping their porch and saying "Eh, i'm just gonna get it done just because like my neighbor needs to you're not going to 
you're not going to progress and you're not going to be able to invent your way out of it. You're, you're going to have a, a complete lack of enthusiasm. And I don't, for that reason, I don't think, um, look, being that, that everyone doing that is not good and that everyone doing the opposite is good. And in and, and that being enthusiastic and wanting to keep the world clean and being hopeful and optimistic and having a growth mindset that, that we can figure this out, but right now we just need to do what's in front of us and that is clean our porch. You, in, in a world where you're doing one of those two things, I feel like we as humans have a moral obligation to do the latter and not the former. And I don't think the former, the, if you take the position of the former i don't think that's like i can i sympathize with you i empathize with you i've had i had that belief at one point and i i don't i just think we are capable of more than that and and i and i think it's easy to say oh we're stupid humans like we we, we think we're I so great that. i think i don't that yeah I, that's not where it's coming from that's not where it's coming from i'm just I have faith in humanity. I don't know. I, I have faith in our ingenuity and our ability to solve problems and use tools. And our and not for nothing, our biological instinct to survive. Like if you tell Elon Musk that in in, in Boyan Slot that hey guys, we need you to work on this problem because the earth's gonna blow up, like eh, garbage patch, that's really cute, but uh right now we need you to work on this uh, you know, save our earth from fucking drowning and being too hot for us to live on it problem. I think you'd get a lot of people working on that problem right away. Like, I think you'd get, and, and I think you'd get a lot of innovative solutions. But, so who's just, so you're saying that, like, someone's got to uh, wave a red flag in their face and say, hey, this is now a problem, go work on it, because. I think it's a matter of time. We've, for... we've known it's a problem, though. It's been a problem for as long as we've been alive and, and before that. Mm -hmm. So, and it's only getting worse, and now we have the technology to spread the word that it's only getting worse. So, um, like, sure, I hope that one day there's a team of fucking geniuses that are dedicated to the mm -hmm. problem. There definitely are now. I mean, that's what the scientists are doing, right? Yeah. That's what Musk is doing. But... Well, they're, I mean, Musk specifically, he's not working on that problem, as but, far as I know. But he's helped... I, yeah, you're right. Bezos just donated $2 billion towards climate change. That's just... Well, he, he sure yeah what, what, what a generous sprinkle of change keep your two billion dollars bezos we don't need your your moral signaling that's not what i'm saying okay at all. <laughs> I, i'm glad because i'm glad billion, i'm glad you clarified that two, because that's what your face said two billion dollars is a shit ton of money and it's very generous of him but the only reason that you and i know that and please correct me if i'm wrong is because we read an article headline i did not i read the article okay what was the it did not offer a lot more information it just said he's going to be using this money over the course of the next couple of years but you don't know where it's actually like like no in, i don't in, it's in not determined where it's actually going yet great but you don't know where it's actually going i i just think that's a wicked pessimistic viewpoint i don't but i have hopes that it's going to a good place and that it's going to put us in a better position than it did before and i'm not saying it's going to be the 100 percent best use of two billion dollars that anybody has ever seen that there might be some problems with it but it's going to have a net positive impact that much i am quite sure of and i think you're yeah. very pessimistic to 
to think otherwise. I no, I agree with you that it will, I'm glad it will make a positive contribution. That's a, a that's not to be ignored. It's a no matter how much money he has or he's worth, that's still a lot of. He's money. worth about 150 billion. So that's 1.5 percent of his net worth. So if he did that every like year, <laughs> no, it's it's I'm not to. I'm not I think you're gonna... to tell anyone what to do with their money. I think that's very generous, and I hope it makes a, a positive impact. But I think that is, what did you say, virtue signaling to an extent? I was parodying your I know, my face. Reaction. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Uh, I think I've developed... Uh, it's interesting. Um, I'm kind of jumping ship, but it's noon. Um, my work environment mm-hmm. is, uh, when it comes to things like this, uh, very, very dismal and very Lovely. bleak. Um, but there's need. also there's also a very, Saturday very deep... There's always... No, it's just the nature of... like People are... They're studying social science and the system. The system is fucked, and we all know that. So mm-hmm. they have painful detail about why certain things in our society are fucking over certain people, mm-hmm. large groups of people. I'm not talking about, like, these people over here in this one city. I'm talking about, like, yeah, hundreds of thousands, millions of people everywhere, right? And, like, how it's affecting things internationally, too, and whatever. So listening in on those conversations is so insightful for me because i don't have that knowledge and to be quite honest with you i'd rather look up other things in my free time Mm -hmm. but at the same time there's always a sense of um, i don't want to say despair but it's like well like you know these are the huge overwhelming overarching problems and like our research is trying to bring these to light so things happen which is super important, and I don't, like, I want that to be clear. Like, the work that my co- co-workers are doing are is wildly important mm-hmm. and needed. But during our meeting last week, we were talking about COVID and how it's being handled in the U.S., and it's not being handled well in the U.S., but people on the line were saying that they were angry because of how Trump was treating this whole thing. Um, and you could just feel it in their voice. Like, there was this one student who... Didn't have a video, so we could only listen to her. But just the feeling of it's like resentment and bitterness and anger. Just like these, like those people are genuinely upset and angry over our current situation. And I think that's a terrible way to live, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. I think we have every right to be frustrated and angry and overwhelmed because, again, the system is fucked and Trump is not doing a good job handling this. And we have major governmental organizations that we are supposed to trust lying to us like it's it's as fucked as it maybe could be i mean it's definitely not at all true not at all true true. i'm living in my first world bubble okay i take that back but to be so angry over this it's like just exuding from you and i could like sense it i don't so there are better ways to live well yeah i i think it's not a good way to live to get caught up in it and to a degree you need to focus on what you can control right like you there's you can get angry all day long but you're just gonna 
not you're just gonna sit in it. It's not gonna do well for you because at the I end of the day, you can't. Them, though. I think it motivates them to do their work. To do their their research. Oh, really? Yeah, they have this fire to push the needle on these really important structural issues and holes that we have. I mean, there's people doing research on organizational structure, on policy, on okay. uh, national trends and how good. certain things are affecting people across the country. It's and That's good. I don't think it should be done out of anger, though. Like, I don't think that's a healthy way to go into the... No, I don't think it's anger. I think the anger is a side effect of what they're doing. Well, I don't think it's a healthy thing. It's a healthy emotional bag to hold no matter what you're doing. Like that's that's how you get that's how you get um right somebody who's extremely resentful of, you know, uh right-wing policy, that's how you get an extreme leftist person, right? Mm-hmm. Because it 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 comes from somewhere. It comes from somewhere in most cases. Um, and I think it's more advantageous to more or less be mindful, take a step back, take a deep breath, think about it for what it is and not get angry. Like I'm, I'm not, (laughs) believe me, I'm not happy with the way, uh, institutions are handling the entire thing either. Like the whole mask thing is, I think it's utterly ridiculous. And it's just, it shows that there's a lot of holes in our system. And I think while you get people like that who get angry over it and, you know, maybe it motivates them to do policy, but I think what's way more important is the people like a Weinstein that are just factually pointing out these holes without necessarily... Identifying with them? Yes, without invoking too much emotion, just saying, hey, objectively, like, this shit is not good. And we need to fix it. Like, that's what's really going to drive things. So instead of getting angry and letting your anger fuel you, I think it's more important to communicate and communicate what you see in the holes you see and in, in spread ideas because ideas are what's going to move us forward. Like, emotional outrage is not. So our outrage is right. by Trump. I mean, there are... Yeah. Um, I also work at a university, so you might that might be more common anyway. But I think it's also the the place at, at Syracuse that I work mm-hmm. in the center in which I work, and just the, by nature of the topics that are being studied. But uh, there has been conversation around um, people studying mortality and death. Um, and like alluding to what that effect has on your your mental health. I mean, when like the people who I'm surrounded by, their job is to do research. Mm-hmm. They're working at an R1 school, and that's their main reason for being there. They're less interested in teaching, more interested in research. When you are researching something, you are balls fucking deep in that shit. Like you have to be well versed in the literature that's already published to inform further your topic so you are like you're breathing living that shit in my opinion unless you choose not to identify it with it but i think that's difficult to do mm-hmm. not impossible but difficult you're right. um so to get wrapped up in this specific whatever issue it is that you're you're researching and to have it be 
so overtly negative and to be consumed by that all the time it could have the same effect as someone just watching the news we know that the negative news being cast all over has detrimental effects on our mental health you could argue the same about a specific topic 100 percent. so i think that's a lot of it too it's just they're constantly surrounded like that's the world they live in they don't see the world as maybe an opportunity or um, the common humanity of people or like maybe the way that you and I see the world because we're not studying that stuff. They're, right. they're viewing... We, we have our own skewed perception. Of, of course, but they're viewing the world in this really, really, really dim light. Yeah. Just by nature of what they're studying. And again, like they have every... Like they have very, very succinct and concise and strong arguments to back up the reason they're feeling that way because they've been researching that topic for years. So it all makes sense, but the... I just think that whole idea and everything I just described has had at least a subliminal impact upon um, my outlook. I think it's started to to tweak my outlook as far as just like the structure and the man and the system. And I've never been a huge fan of the system anyway, but I don't know. I just talked a lot, but it's like there has been words said or over our meetings like. I want to blow capitalism up. <laughs> like, those words have been said more than once in different ways. I want to blow the system up. I want to blow capitalism up. We have to start over, like, burn it down, like, build the ground up. Those com- those things were being said in the fucking social justice class I took. Like, well, the whole, like, we just have to burn it down and start over. Interesting. It's like... What, what do they propose instead? Uh, it's more socialist situation, I think. I can't speak to the students that were saying that last year. Um... But from what I gather in these conversations with my coworkers, it's more uh, a socialist uh, structure, like healthcare for all, things that other third world countries are doing that result in their people more thriving. God public forbid. goods and services available. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I feel like well, even like universal basic income. Um, and, and yeah, I mean that is, that idea has been thrown around since COVID mm-hmm. happened. Right. Which would be phenomenal. But I mean, with the stimulus package, we're, we're getting money. Like, people under right. um, certain incomes get certain amounts and of money. And federal loans have been put on hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, I mean, there's obviously a whole bunch of different impacts, but I wonder if the world will con- <laughs> consider these things... Uh, Socialist? Well, no, like, moving forward. Like... Oh, You know after, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it, if it moves the world a little more towards... Uh, you know, more consumer goods and, and things like that. Like, I uh, I think that's probably the future as well. Um, I think it, it just makes the most sense, like, serving the most people. I don't think that... Uh, I think public goods and services are, are good I, but like the word socialism has such a connotation to it and I think it's very easy to go too far with with socialism but and even then I don't know like I'm the only reason I say that right is because we've went too far with socialism like we just learned we spent the past couple of days learning about uh, Russia and the gulags and Stalin and uh, the yeah, whole revolution. That's, I still am not clear on... So, on the spectrum, let's say, of government, 
wait, hold on. Can I, I want to make, let me make the point I was making. Sure. We've seen it go too far with socialism. We haven't seen it go too far with capitalism or else. Well, there. so it hasn't, uh, we don't, we don't have gulags and killing fields. Like not it's not as transparent if we've gone too far. Right. Or, or the things are more obviously wrong. I think it's in just, socialism in I, capitalism like we have corruption and we have legal bribes and like all these things and i have i have theories on that too like that shit needs to go i think it's more than that but i don't like i don't know we haven't it's not as blatant and right I, it's way more covert i mean that's the the um argument with colorblind racism there are really subliminal and covert ways in which we are still oppressing people of color that's what that theory states um, yeah, not, I, and that's a lot of that new, shit's programmed that's in. That's neutral. Mm-hmm. That's just another theory to support that covertly we are still fucking with people pretty bad. Um, oh, I fuck! I lost my train of thought. Can I? Can we take a? Can I take a pee break? We should. We should probably wrap this up. I have a call till thirty. Okay. Till next time. Sad. We'll do another one. I want to do these more. I really do. Can we do one later, maybe? Yeah, sure. Okay. I was enjoying I want to have a lot of COVID casts. I was enjoying Quar- Quarantine this. Chronicles. Um, I was enjoying this as well. Oh, I had a point to make. Oh, really quick. I'm still unclear on the spectrum of government. Picture, okay, so we have capitalism over here and communism over here. So is communism just socialism taken to an extreme? What's what? Communism, what are, I think, is a extreme subsection of socialism if i'm not mistaken like communism has to do with the lower class overthrowing the middle and upper class and establishing uh another system like a socialist system so i think like but in a communist and socialist government the government still has control and is reallocating those resources right say that one more time with socialism and communism, the government still has control over um, currency or resources. Yes, and capitalism they, and is they, a form of, or communism they, is a form of socialism. Yeah, and so they have, the government has control over how those resources are allocated. Yes, being that that is socialism and that... I'm asking, is that what socialism I'm is? I'm saying, oh, uh, I think it's an aspect of it. I don't know the textbook definition. I need to... It's embarrassing that I don't know that. I think. Anyway. Especially after we just watched like two hours worth of Weird. content this about or more of very specifically about about, Russia. about communist Russia and Lenin. Stalin and Lenin. Not Lenin. that de- socialism was not brought up in those documentaries we watched. To be clear, it was a little bit. We we watched a documentary about the uh, Gulag Archipelago. I don't remember socialism being brought up in that. Oh, I think you might have fallen asleep. Anyway, until next time. time.